Peace to everybody. This is the Master's Voice. My name is Zettler Clay IV, and I am here sitting down with Brother Eddie Thomas, the deacon. And um, I want to get right into it. So setbacks and failures. You get knocked down, punched across the cheek, hit on the chin, and then what happens from here? Most folks tend to wallow and soak. But that's not the right way to go about things, right? Uh, absolutely not. This is uh, Deacon Eddie Thomas. Uh, we all encounter failures and setbacks. I can recall um, growing up uh, when I was 16 years old, I going to take my first driver's test. I was nervous and yet excited at the same time. And lo and behold, I failed my first driver's test. I mean, I, I, I crossed over the yellow line uh, right, right near the end. Everything I had parallel parked and everything I needed to do, the last thing I had to do, I think I don't got this nailed now. When I made the left turn, I was supposed to turn on, go to the opposite side, the right side of the yellow line, and I went to the left side of the yellow line. She failed me. But lo and behold, that was just a, that, that, that made me determined and more determined to pass than I go back to take the next day. And now I'm a licensed commercial driver. So that, that failure and that setback, now I'm one of, one of the best trained people on the road now. We have defensive driver training every year. For the last 15 years, I had a defensive driving course, and now I'm one of the, one of the best drivers out there on the road. See, that, that, that setback on that failure when I took my first driver's test, I didn't let that keep me down. I was determined from that point forward to pass that driver's test. And now that I have passed the driver's test and moved on in my life, I have a career as a driver. If we know that you need downs to accelerate your ups why do we get so down when we're down why do we stay down well see that's that's the problem right there we shouldn't stay down we've you've been not anybody's been knocked down any fighter has been knocked down wants to get back up for sure any any saint that has fallen wants to get back up he wants to please god and the way by pleasing god is to get back into that word you need you need that word you need to put on that full armor of god take your bible with you take the lord with you wherever you go that'll help you sustain yeah, you, you speak of something when you say get back in that word, discipline. Yes. Discipline. Um, the fighter who gets knocked down, who comes back up, knows that he or she has to train harder. Absolutely. Next time. Absolutely. Which means that they can't sleep as long. That means that they should probably forego some of those sweets. Um, they should probably do a couple extra reps, etc. Yes. Um, I feel like this is... If, if, if more of us got that piece of it, like that discipline piece, yes. uh, I feel like we will be. <laughs> I see. Now some people, such a uh, as a young age, see, some people take. The, 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 the wisdom comes with age. It takes some people, some people a lot longer to gain that discipline, to train that body to say, hey, I don't want to smoke no more. Or, hey, I'm through with alcohol. I don't want to drink no more. That discipline that comes within, just like that faith that comes from within, you have to have it on the, inner, on the innermost parts of you. You have to say, hey, no means no. I'm not going to do it anymore And I'm not going to do it anymore mm -hmm. That discipline And that and, and coupled with the Holy Spirit That helps God sustain you You need to put those together Right Do you have any favorite um, Setback um, Resurrection stories From the Bible That you kind of hold on to Oh yeah Oh yeah oh, when, when Jesus Was at the table After he came back He was buried He came back When he promised him I'll see y'all in three days and when Thomas was the doubting Thomas, I had to go back to him, that doubting Thomas, because he didn't believe. See, faith comes was believing without seeing. But Thomas had to see in order to believe. So do you blame the doubting Thomases for doubting, or is it just kind of like what it is? It's kind of what it is. I couldn't blame him because, see, in, in, our, in today's society, we all 
have to, we, want, we want to be able to see things. We want things done quickly. We want to microwave society. We want ding, and it's done. Right. That's, but then back then, in the, in the times of God, he was walking with Jesus. If you walk with Jesus, and you talk with Jesus, and you've seen the miracles he performed, you should have had no doubt. He said, I'll be back in three days. There should have been no doubt in your mind that, oh, in three days, they should have been rejoicing. Okay, he's crucified now. We got three days. We'll see him again in three days. That's what right. they should have been doing. Right. But you got a lot of people out there that was doubting and were, were skeptical about that they would see Jesus return. Even Mary, when they went to the tomb looking for him. Right. They went to the tomb looking for Jesus. And they, yeah. where y'all, where y'all taking him? Where y'all laying? Where is he? Please tell us where you put him, where you hit him. Yeah. See? It's a trip because it was the people who was hanging around Jesus. Out with him. Most, that was doubting him most. You seen would him think they seen it. They seen him perform a miracle. They seen him turn the water into wine at the, at the, at the uh, festival. They watched him do things. They seen him heal a man with clay. <laughs> well, yeah, with clay over his eyes. Restore the sight. Yeah. yeah, restore the sight. They seen him clear a leper, a man who had lepers. Leprosy. Yeah. See, yeah. They, they was there when he did all these things. They see them. They, they watched Walk him feed five thousand men, not including women and children, with two fish and five loaves of bread. They yeah. they were there. Yeah. And they had twelve baskets filled left over. They was right there when all this happened. Right. They watched Jesus calm the water on the boat. Right. He was sleep. Say peace be still, and the storm subsided. They watched Peter walk on water. Still was doubting. And they still had doubts. Why is this? I mean, I, I don't know if it's human nature or not, but I, I couldn't. I don't guess I could have doubted him after seeing all these miracles performed. I would, I would have been a believer. I've been a follower. When he said I'll be back in three days, I would have trusted him to be back in three days. I would have trusted because I know if I seen you just you just told us told the seas. I mean, the boat is tossed around, wind blowing, the, the biggest storm you ever seen. And he he laying there sleeping in the boat, and they were, they were afraid. Mm-hmm. Hey, he sleep. I'm gonna go sleep next to Jesus. <laughs> That's what I've done. I want to sleep next to Jesus. We're right lay right next to him because I seen him do all these miracles. Right. He performed all this stuff right in front of our eyes. Right. So. On the other side of failure and setback, it's um, the atonement. It's yes. the victory. How do you walk in victory knowing that you will have a test coming up, but not being discouraged well, about that upcoming test or trial coming up? Well, see, that, that's, that's called worrying. And worrying adds no time to a man's life. Absolutely. So what you yeah. do, you have to stay prayed up and faithful. You have to trust God. You have to just trust God. I mean, it's not a small, it's not a small thing to ask, but you have to trust God. When you know you have some coming up, Jesus gave the victory over all things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Victory over all things. The victory is already it, it, there. It's already there. So I mean, why would you have to worry about something that's happening? You know, when you already have the victory over it. I yeah. declare victory. I declare yeah. victory over any situation I'm in. Yeah. And I know that God was the And if God says, "Not right now," it doesn't mean not ever going to happen. It just means not right now. Yeah. Oh, you're not ready for this right now. How important is having a family around you who have those same that's, ideas? That's the most important thing. Family is your first support system. That's your first line of support system right there. Your family to support you. Your wife, your kids, your children, your aunts, uncles. Those people supporting you. That's what that's what they say. That's what they mean by don't forsake the assembly of Christ. Those people around you to help you to help support you and build you up and lead you. So for somebody who doesn't have the family support, the church is there for them. Definitely, definitely use the church. If you don't have a family, if your family's not supporting you, then you need to find another family that does. Right. Um, you can go find someone else in a church, in an organization, any 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 organization that uh, that helps people. You will be able to find someone that can help you move forward with your situation. Because because many many feel like they can do it alone. You know, when they don't have that support, it's like, all right, well, you know, I'll figure it out. Well, myself. if your if your if your faith is that strong, you have that determined, then you can do it alone. Right. And I mean, some people can't do it alone. Right. Some people need support. I will, I need support. I want somebody to support me. I want you to say, "Well, I got your back. I'm there for you." When when the setback happens, let's say somebody who is uh, suffering from addiction, do you feel that understanding why 
they succumb to addiction is as important as knowing that that addiction doesn't have any power over you? Or do you feel like both of them are equally as important? Well, first of all, people who go back, who, who relapse into addiction, mm-hmm. they, they need forgiveness too. Because what, what Jesus said, forgive them seven times, seven times, seven. Right, right. So you have to forgive them. Start Which is another way of day. saying forgive them every time. Yes, another, yes forgive them every time until, yeah. they get, until they get that strength that they need. See, the strength is in them, but until they get that strength that they need to stop doing those addictions, then it's not going to help. You send them in the rehab. I know people who've been in rehab six times. Mm-hmm. I know somebody who went to rehab one time. Mm. Got down on their knees and prayed to God. He that takes out their mouth. Right. And never did it again. Yeah. So until until they can get that strength on their own, you have to keep supporting them. I know you've, you've been doing drugs a long time. I know you, you stopped for three or four weeks and you went back. You, you, had, a, you, had, a, you had a moment of weakness. Okay, tomorrow's a fresh day. Start over tomorrow. Is it important for that person who is going through addiction to understand why they had the addiction in the first place? Yes. It's important for them to know why you why, why are you why are you doing this drug? Why, why are you poisoning your body? What are you doing that for? Can you have true recovery without you knowing that, or, or can you just have true recovery just by focusing on God and just kind of moving forward? I'm a living witness. Hmm. I'm a living witness. Yes, you can. Like I said, the guy had knee hair. Mm-hmm. That was mm-hmm. been okay. Knee okay. Just asked God to take the taste out of my mouth, and it was the next day I had no desire for. I know guys who were down the street, down the street with me, that still doing the same thing they were doing before. Been in rehab three or four different times. P- parents paid lots of money for them to go to rehab. They found more drugs in the rehab system than they was on the street. So, take me behind the curtain a little bit. When you got down on, the, on your knees to pray, what was the conviction in your heart at the time? Like, what what was you going? My through? family. I wanted my. I wanted to be better to my family. I want to be a better person to my family. I really did. I want to be a better husband, a better father. I want to be a better provider. And I knew that I couldn't do that with that, with that substance abuse problem. And I knew I couldn't. So I got down on my knees and I prayed. Go, Lord, take the taste of this drug out of my mouth. Mm-hmm. Just, mm-hmm. just take it away, Lord. And cigarettes, everything. I just asked for one thing. He took everything away. Right. The next, the next morning, the very next morning, I had no desire for none of it. Wow. So what are some things that you keep with you that helps you um, stay on this path that you communicate to others? That, that Bible. That Bible, that word. I mean, can't nothing defeat you with that word. If you know the tricks of the enemy, by knowing the Bible, you need to know all the tricks of the enemy. He has lots of tricks. There are none of them new. He just re, re, uh, reheated them, re-microwaved them. None of his tricks are new. Remixed. He remixed them. He remixed, he remixed all his tricks. Because right now, it used to be back in the back in the day, they were using uh, heroin or they were using whatever drug it was they were using and, and sex addiction and all, that, all those things. He just re, he just remixes them. It's the same. Because none of the stuff, same stuff going on. Like the lady who had the issue uh, or the prostitute when when God when Jesus approached them and they were going to stone her to death. And Jesus gave him a rock. He picked up a rock and said, here, who among you is without sin that will catch the first stone? So how can you know? Everybody dropped their rocks and went home because all of them had sin. So you, you have to remember Forgiveness and, and, and love should be the basis of what you need to do as far as the addiction thing goes. Keep that Bible with you. Meditate on the Word. If you study that Word, the devil cannot trick you into doing nothing you don't want to do. Because when, when, when the Lord says, try the spirits, meaning ask, ask God, is this biblical or is this from the Lord or is this from Satan? Ask him. There you go. It's in the Bible. That's from the Lord. If it's not, you know where it's coming from. Yeah. So I asked you last episode about the concept of devil and how the devil is an agent of God because nothing yes. happens without God. So if you do, you feel that people forget kind of that the devil, like they'll recover and they'll, they'll reach this moment of euphoria and they say, "Oh yeah, I'm good," and they'll forget the tricks of oh, the yeah, enemy. And do. that's how they kind of it sets them up for yes, the relapse. Yes, they do. They forget. They do. Because like I said, these tricks are not new. The devil is doing. He just bring them a different way. 
Man, these so, tricks are not new. So he he said, okay, I can't get you this way. I'll attack something else. I'll go another way. That's why or, you or, gotta I, or, or I attack your family to make you weak enough to go back to drugs. Yeah, and that, this, this 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 is what is the tricks of the devil. The and attack you, folks around. Yeah, attack yeah. around your love, and that's what he does. He'll take he'll take well, I take this job from him. He'll 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 go home now. He'll go home and do drugs. Right. Or he'll go home and smoke or drink or whatever. He'll go home and do this. Right. See that job is not what sustain your family. The Lord is. And the people remember that God takes care of me. Not that bank account I got in the bank, that money I got in the bank, or that car I drive. That's nothing. Right, right. Without God. That's why it's so important to stay focused. Absolutely. And, and clear yourself of the distractions. Absolutely. You have to. You have to. You have to. Because what, what sustains us in this whole world is Jesus. It's our Lord. None of these other things. And if you focus on the Lord, the devil can't touch you because he already know. He already know. God got your back. See, you can't defeat him by yourself. But with right. Jesus Christ. You can beat the devil. I've already beat him before. I'll beat him again. And um, I draw personal comfort from the fact that I understand that my life isn't mine. I know that. Um, and so whatever happens to me in this experience on earth, mm-hmm. I know I'm an agent. So it's whatever happens, I'll be okay. Yes. You know, like, and for me, that gives me, you know, that gives me strength. Yes. Because I don't, you know, when, I, when stuff do come around me or, or to me, it is what it is. It's just yeah. stuff. Like it's just stuff. That's all it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's it's nothing. It's not in the world. You know, <laughs> it's it's not the worst thing ever. It's it's just something that is a part of this experience as an agent. Yes. You know of Christ. Absolutely. So. Uh, and, I, and I know the things going to happen. I I, I, I accept things going to happen in your life. You know, family members. You were born to die. So when you lose a loved one, I rejoice. Let me tell you why I rejoice. Because they have no, they don't have to deal with none more of this earthly stuff. They are without sin now, and they are with the Father. Right. They are with the They're Father. They're back to the source. And I, and I, think, I thank God for allowing me to know them that many years. Of letting, letting them be in my life. Because God chose my family. I didn't get to choose my family. God chose them for me, so it can't be a bad family. Right. God chose them for me. My loved ones, my sisters and brothers, my mother and father. God chose those people for me. Yeah. Like your whoever wherever you're born in, that's your situation. That's your yes. We often compare our situation to others and see, think that our situation isn't, isn't as good. There, no, there is no see, such thing as a life that's better than yours. No, no, none, no. Because we and people who have who mothers who are not as 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 loving or fathers who are not as loving or who molest them or who do things uh, against God's will, those people. The character starts to develop in a different ways. See, God uses those people in different ways. He knew what your father was going to do to you if he molested you at, at 13. But you may have went on to be a sex advocate, someone who, who saves a bunch of children. Or you may be someone who a great orator who goes out and speaks against sexual harassment and violence. So he's already made a plan for your life. But those parents that he chose for you is what built the character for who you are today. Right. And you have to have a mindset of victory so that you can accept these, these failures that come to you and, and be able to this is temporary right the, the, the failure is temporary how you react to that the, the setback how you move forward from that setback it shows your level of Christianity it shows your level of faith right. it shows your level of love that's what it shows I mean you can go out there right now and have a flat time most people are cussing fuss I'll say thank you Lord you might save me from having an accident down the road mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. see people yeah. look at things people don't look at they don't look, they don't look at their victories in the right way they think it's a failure Right. See, it could have been it could have been a victim of an accident on down the road a quarter mile. Yeah. With that flat tire. Yeah. Uh, like yeah I would, right. It could be a whole lot worse. Yeah, things could be a whole lot worse than it was. Uh, look at your victories uh, and count them. Count your blessings one by one. Because that flat tire could save you a whole lot of trouble, uh, uh, as well as that just that, that few moment delay could have kept you alive. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, one trust 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 God, love God first. 
family second yourself then family and love the world because I mean you're a part of this world and you're only here for a short period of time so you with your eternity your eternity and your soul is going to last for eternity so how you live your life here determines how you live where you spend eternity you only have one soul are you going to give it to the devil or are you going to save it for the Lord indeed Hey, we got to roll. I, I know you feel like these things get cut short, <laughs> but we got to keep to the time, man. But I appreciate you for coming on. Y'all can reach us at cotmatl.com where all of the podcasts are um, listed. And then you can also reach us on SoundCloud. Just search The Master's Voice. And also on iTunes, you search The Master's Voice. And um, thank you all for listening, and you all take care. Bye-bye. God bless. Thank Hello. you very much, Brother Eddie. Thank you.